0: be a monsoon of your spirit let it flood us like you flooded the earth so there's no room to receive your blessing there's no room to receive your favor let it rain down let that fire fall Jesus! Somebody magnify Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh go ahead, somebody praise him. Go ahead and praise him, Brother Machado. I feel. You know, I'll talk about this another time. But we 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 are asking for God to rain down. We're asking for fire to come down and wind to the blow down on us. But there is a law of reciprocity, and uh, and it's basically it's what goes in will come out, and what goes up will come down. If you want God to rain down in your life, you're going to have to lift something up. If you want the fire to fall, you might as well strike a match. If you want the wind to blow, you want to just let everything that has breath, praise ye the Lord. I want that wind to blow and it's going to start. If you have your Bibles, we're going to turn to the book of Mark chapter 3. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I promise every service could be a blow-up service if we want it to be. But I also believe in the preaching of the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of the Lord. And how should they hear without a preacher? Hallelujah. So I've come to preach to somebody here today. Uh, I believe with what I already feel in this house uh, we're going to have a move of the Holy Ghost he's already moving Mark chapter 3 verse 1 the Bible says and he entered again into the synagogue and there was a man there which had a withered hand and they watched him whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day that they might accuse him and he saith unto the man which had the withered hand stand forth and he said unto them is it lawful to do good on the sabbath days or to do evil to save life or to kill but they held their peace and when he had looked round about on them with anger being grieved for the hardness of their hearts he saith unto the man stretch forth thine hand and he stretched it out and his hand was restored whole as the other Now one thing i want to point out he didn't tell him which hand to stretch and I want to preach us for a few moments on this subject. Your miracle is in the stretch. Your miracle is in the stretch. Would you set your Bibles down? Let's pray. Come on, lift up your voice. I feel the Holy Ghost already moving in this house. Stretch forth your hands, A-R-C. Stretch out your worship. Let's pray, God, we love you. We worship you. Pray, give us ears to hear and a heart to respond. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and a life to live out your word in the wonderful name of Jesus. Somebody give me a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Shake your neighbor's hand, tell him God bless you. And you can be seated. Your miracle is in the stretch. Bible lets us know that Jesus went again into the synagogue, and I could talk about that for the next 30,000 years about coming back to church. Hallelujah, Jesus' custom was to come to church, and I think uh, we ought to have that custom around here that we come to church, but can I let you know that Jesus was also the type, uh, he was a church junkie. He'd show up to church, and after he got done, he'd turn around, and he'd go back into church. Hallelujah. Jesus entered again into the synagogue. And the Bible lets us know that he was there with a purpose. But when Jesus showed up, there were also a few other groups that showed up to the synagogue that day. And there will always be groups of people that show up to church every service. There were those that came to learn. This was a synagogue, a place of reason, a place where they could get understanding. And Then there were those that came in the synagogue hurting and broken. Then there were those that came into the synagogue to accuse, to disprove, and ultimately they came to cause issues. But when Jesus came into the synagogue, He came in with a singular purpose. When Jesus came back to the synagogue, he came back to heal. He came back to deliver. Amen. I want to tell you, I don't know what group you came with here today, but I've come with the group that says, Lord, if you came to heal, I want to be healed. If you came to deliver, I want to be delivered. If you came to bless, I want to be blessed. Hey, you can let all those that accuse and cause issue and cause problems try to disprove everything if you want. Hang out with that group. But for the rest of us, we came to receive something from our God. Anybody feel like that this afternoon? I've come in this house because I know God's able to heal, God's able to deliver, and God's able to save to the uttermost. Somebody praise him. showed up, and despite the groups, came anyways. He'll show up in spite of us sometimes. Because sometimes we'll show up to church hurting and broken, and the next time we'll show up bitter and getting ready to cause all sorts of problems for Jesus. But he still comes anyways. I want to say how grateful I am for a God that doesn't give up on me. Because one week I'm in one group, the next week I'm in another. Uh, One day I'm here to learn, the next day I'm hurting. Uh, And then another time I'm coming uh, with anger in my heart and bitterness. Uh, Amen. It's not right, but it's true. Uh, And God has to come by again into the synagogue, come back into the church. uh, And God's got to lay his hand on my life. Amen. That's for everybody. Uh, God's got to lay his hand on our life. Uh, Where God can, God touch my mind, Uh, touch my spirit. Touch all of me. Help me, God. He shows up with the intention to do something, to change something. And Jesus could have very easily attacked the problem. But Jesus came to be the solution. He could have very easily stood there, and many times he will, talk to the Pharisees, talk to the religious, and talk to the, the people that, that got issues. But instead, the Bible says that he looked through the crowd and he saw that there was a hurting man. He saw a man that had a withered hand. Can I preach to somebody here today? It doesn't matter how many people are around you. It doesn't matter how many people are in the church here today. Jesus can look through the crowd and see even the most painful of situations. God can see through Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Uh, you might have come in here today and stressing in your Sunday best, uh, making it look like you're just like everybody else and everything's fine. Uh, but Jesus can see right through that uh, all the way to the issue, all the way to the problem, uh, all the way to the pain, uh, all the way to the place where you... You don't want to show nobody uh, how busted you are. You don't want to show anybody how messed up you are. But there is a God in this house uh, that even if you try to hide it, he finds it. Even if you try to run away, he'll chase you down. Oh, somebody lift up your hands. Lift up your hands and let's pray. Come on, let's glorify him. Let's praise him. Let's praise that God that sees us. He sees us in our mess, but he doesn't leave us in our mess. He sees us when we fall, but he doesn't leave us down. He picks us up. God sees a man, and God calls to him, and God tells him to stand up in the midst of the crowd. Let me tell you about the call of God for a moment. The call of God is always an upward. It is always a call that says, come up a little higher, stand up, take up, get up. Mm -hmm. And you've got to be willing to answer that call because even though you're hurting and you're broken and there's issues and there's problems and there's things you may not like, God's still wanting you to be able to stand on your own too. And God will begin to call the people. And some folks don't like that. They don't like when God begins to call to them because they know that's going to be, I got to go up a notch. I got to go to another level. I got to move forward. It's a lot easier to sit down in your dysfunction. It's a lot easier to hide in the back of the crowd. It's a lot simpler to come to church, amen. sneak in the back and sneak back out. It's a lot easier to just come and go. But God's not looking for comers and goers. He's looking for those that are willing to come and come up. He's looking for those that are ready to be called and to be called up because at the end of it all, we're all going to be called up. Somebody praise Him. His call is never to take you lower. Sin will always take you lower. The devil will always take you lower. Bad decisions will always take you lower. Mm -hmm. Regrets, mistakes, all of that, shame, guilt, it's always intended on knocking you down a few notches. But when God comes down, he he, he reaches his hand. The Bible says his arm is not shortened. He's able to reach down to the very lowest part and to grab your life and to pick it up. God reaches down. Can I preach to somebody? God stretches down. God begins to stretch down to our lowest point. And when God gets a hold of us, he always says, come up a little higher. Why don't you get out of the mess you're in? Because I got more for you. He'll call you out of the miry clay. He'll put you up on a solid rock. He'll take you out of the quicksand. And he'll say, stand on something solid. When God calls you out of the world, it's not to make you worse. It's always to make you better. When God calls you out of dysfunction, it's not to hurt you or to harm you. It's to help you. It's to heal you. Come on. It's to make you a better individual. It's to make you a better saint of God. When God calls to you, he says, friend, come up higher. Oh, lift up your hands and let's praise him. Come on. Let's pray right now. God's reaching to somebody. God's reaching to somebody. God's saying, uh, "You got to come up. You got to be willing to stand up, take up your bed and walk. You got to get up another notch, another level, and I'll help you. I'll be there the whole way." That's where most people like to stop. They're okay coming to church, but when God says "come up," ooh, that's an uncomfortable situation. I like where I am. It's it's easy where I am. Uh, we all like we all like comfort. It's comfortable. We all like what's familiar. It's something that we, it's in our nature. We we don't like when things are shifting. We don't like when things are changing. But God comes by and says, get up. Get up from that position. Why don't you stand up? Because when I get done with you, you won't be the same. When I get done working with you, you'll never be the same. When I get done, you won't be hurting like you're hurting. You won't be broken like you're broken. You won't be withered like you're withered so God's call is always upwards. And then God looks at him. And in the middle of this, he begins to rebuke those that came to criticize and those came to judge. He deals with them. But that's not really why he came. He didn't come to deal with all of that mess. God came for the hurting. God came for the busted. Listen, if you just want to be religious and come to church, you might not get a whole lot of attention from Jesus. But if you came with desperation in your heart, if you came with need, if you came with hurt, if you came with, it doesn't matter what you come with, as long as you come with something. Amen. And God's looking for you. God's looking through the crowd for you. And he looks at this man and tells him to stand forth. And and this man even though he knows this is going to be embarrassing. He hears the call of God. And he's not afraid of the embarrassment he stands up. And that's fine. I can handle that. I came up a few notches. All right. But there's people, God's called them up out of the world. Yeah, I, know, I don't do drugs no more. But there's something else there that God wants to deal with. There's some other things in life that God wants to handle. Amen. We've, we've come up a few notches. We're not what we were, but we're not what we're supposed to be either. We're no longer what we were, but we still got a few things we got to work on. Maybe I'll just preach to me. I, I came out of some things, but there's still some things that are in me that I got to work on. There's still some things I need God to speak towards. There's still some things I need God to reach towards. I need God to lay his hand on some areas of my life. Amen. And he says, stretch forth your hand. And he has a decision to make. I could show everybody my best hand. That's what most people like to do. Come to church and. Man, Hey, listen, we believe in giving our best to church. You want to know why we wear suits? It's not so we can look better than everybody else. It's because we want to let everybody know how good our God is. Because you should have seen some of us when we walked into church. We didn't have two wooden nickels to rub together. But I'm telling you what, when God gets done with you, they won't even recognize you. I said, when God gets done with you, nobody should be able to recognize you. So... It's, it's in our nature to want to show everybody our best, to show everybody uh, we always put our best foot forward. And, and, and here, he's got an option. God said, stretch your hand forth. And he could say, well, this one's a lot easier because it's the one I show to everybody else. It's the one I show to the preacher. It's the one I show to the church. It's the one that I just, I just show at my job and I show everywhere that I go. I show it at Walmart. Everybody sees this side of me. But there's another side that they only see at home. Uh, there's a sign that only those closest to you have ever seen. There's, there's some signs uh, that nobody else but you and the darkest hour of your life uh, have ever seen. Uh, and he's got it hidden, uh, and he's got it tucked away uh, so nobody else can see it. Uh, he kept it hidden from everybody else, uh, but he couldn't keep it hidden from Jesus can I preach to somebody you can hide it from me and from everybody else in the church but God saw it a long time ago and he didn't see it to judge it he said I've come to help it I've come to heal it oh somebody magnify him I've come to fix it somebody praise Jesus come on lift up your hands and magnify him oh come on let's pray there's some decisions that are going to be made here today. Which hand are you going to show to God? Are you are going to be honest and say, Lord, amen, I'm not giving you best hands. I'm going to give you my worst. And God, you can fix it. And God, you can work with it. And God, you can heal it. And God, you can deliver it. The man looked at Jesus and knowing he got options, he also knew that in these options there's opportunity that I'm with it right now this hands easy I've stretched it out for years I've worked with it it's comfortable I use this for everything I do but I got this other one I can't move it's 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 not like the other it's this part of me is not as functional as every other part. I'm not like everybody else because I got, see, I got dysfunctions you don't know about. And I, I got issues you don't understand. And I've got to, you, you all are able to do this at church, but there's some other folks that they just got this and they got one hand in the air because it's the best they can do. And they've got an opportunity here today to stretch forth their hand, to stretch forth their weakness, to stretch forth their struggle, to stretch forth. The things that are uncomfortable. Just, oh, somebody praise him. And here he makes a decision. I'm going to stretch out my weakness. I'm going to stretch out the things that hurt. It's in human nature to stretch. It. It's not hard to stretch something that you don't. It's limber. It moves. Hey Amen. We went out somewhere the other day. I'm, I'm getting older. I have to stretch before everything. You don't stretch, you hurt yourself. Oh. You don't stretch in God, you're going to hurt yourself. You always stay complacent and comfortable, you'll hurt yourself. And you'll stay dysfunctional. Amen. People that don't stretch stay dysfunctional. They stay broken. They stay hurt. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's mean. No, that's honesty. That's honesty. People that are not willing to stretch forth, they're the ones that don't ever go forward. They're the ones that will say, man, I'm just going to hold back. We talked about that last week. Amen. But I'm gonna tell you what, he made it up in his mind. I don't know what's gonna happen right now. All I know is I've not been able to move it. It's a withered hand. It's it's gone backwards. There's medical conditions like this. You can't move your hand forward. But he said, as best as I can, I'm gonna reach out to God, and as best as I can, I'm gonna stretch this out to God and as best as I can. And as he stretched it forth, the Bible says that his hand became like the other. Well, I'm dysfunctional, preacher. If you stretch stretch forth your dysfunction, it'll become normal like the other part. If you stretch forth your problems, if you stretch forth your weakness, you'll find strength in weakness. You'll find help in the time of trouble. You'll find victory when you were a victim. You'll find triumph in the midst of trials. You'll be somebody that can come forth with two hands in the air. Lift up your voice. So let's pray. Come on, let's pray. Let's pray in the name of Jesus. Come on, for just a moment. I feel him. I feel him. There's some folks you've been reserving. You've, you've not wanted to stretch that out because that doesn't, that doesn't represent all of you. And God knows it, but he's saying stretch it out and I'll fix it. Stretch it out and I'll heal it. Stretch it out and there will be a miracle. Here's the problem with stretching. It hurts. It hurts. It's uncomfortable, and sometimes it's embarrassing. And you got to be willing to stretch in the midst of all of that. Sometimes we get to a place in life where the only opportunity that we have is to stay where we are or stretch. There's times and seasons of life you're either going to grow, which means stretching, which means expand. We're talking about the expanding kingdom here this year. It's expanding. It's stretching. Uh, or You're going to stay right where you are, and 20 years from now you're going to look back and say, well, I don't know what happened. Obviously nothing happened. Huh? But the people that are saying, you know what, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'll stretch anyways. They're the people. They, they endure the things that aren't comfortable. They endure the things that they don't like. They, they stretch through it all. The Bible lets us know that God sent Moses into the land of Egypt and he had ten plagues and every single one of those plagues. You know what God told him? He said, stretch your hand out over the waters. Stretch your hand out over the fields. Stretch your hand out. And as he stretched, everything began to happen. One plague after another, after another. One miracle after another, after another, after another. You want to know how you can live a miraculous life? Keep on stretching, honey. Keep on stretching. Well, I don't know how we're going to make it. Stretch. I don't know how we're going to see it through. Stretch. I don't know if we're going to make it through this. Stretch. Somebody praise him. They end up at the Red Sea. They've got enemies on their back, and they've got nothing but impossibility in front of them. Can't go to the left. Can't go to the right. And God says, stretch your hand out people, they they like the movie version, stretching the rod. He didn't say stretch the rod. He said lift the rod up lift up what you have in your hand he said but I want you to feel this stretch your hand out over the water Moses because there's times and moments in God uh, saying of God you're gonna have to feel it it doesn't always feel good it's not always comfortable it's not always easy but can I preach to somebody that if you'll stretch your hand out over what you don't understand if you stretch your hand out over impossibility gotta begin to part waters gotta begin to make a way where there seems to be no way but it takes somebody saying I'm going to stretch through this I'm going to work through this I'm going to pray through this I'm going to worship through this until something changes lift up your hands and let's magnify him come on I feel it I feel it Somebody pray. Somebody pray. You want to know where the miraculous is at? It's when you begin to stretch yourself. It's when you begin to stretch your faith. It's when you begin to stretch out into things you don't know. Step out into the unknown. Stretch yourself out over. I feel it. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. I feel him. There's some folks you gotta stretch. You gotta stretch. It's not easy. I don't like it. Yeah, welcome to the club. Nobody does. But stretch anyways. Joshua is in the middle of a battle against AI. And they're losing. Anybody ever felt like they've been losing? Not winning? Nothing in life's going right? Nothing's progressing. God speaks to him and says, stretch your spear towards the battle. Stretch the weapons you do have towards what you are facing. Well, I I don't really feel like it right now. Okay, then endure losing. It's going to be a lot harder than stretching endure endure, not making it go ahead it's going to be a lot harder than stretching and he said you know what I don't know if this is going to work but it worked for Moses so maybe it will work for me and he took that spear and he stretched it out towards the enemy and the Bible says that immediately God began to turn the tide of the battle and fires begin everywhere and smoke begin to confuse the enemy you want to confuse your enemy why don't you stretch when you don't feel like it you want to confuse what you're facing why don't you worship when you don't feel like it? Why don't you pray when you don't feel like it? And when you do, stretch your weapons out, stretch your prayer life out, stretch your faith out, and you will have victory. Why don't we stand across the building, lift up our hands? Come on, let's pray. Let's pray, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. There's some folks, God saying, can you stretch? I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. I know you don't feel like it at all times, but can I stretch you? Oh, I feel Jesus. The Bible says there was a young man that died. He remained standing. A young boy that died. And this mother called the prophet. This prophet showed up. And the Bible says he stretched himself out over the dead boy. When you really want revival, can I preach the ARC for a moment? If we want to have revival, you cannot stay comfortable. I cannot stay comfortable. Nobody can say, if we really want to see true revival, church growth, healings, miracles, it means we've got to be willing to step out of the normal. We've got to be willing to stretch out over everything we got to say Lord I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this but that's why we're part of the expanding kingdom God says I wouldn't call you to it if you weren't able to do it God says stretch 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 and that boy lived again (laughs) lift up your hands and let's pray I got a lot more we could preach but I'm done preaching right here somebody pray Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. You've been feeling it all week, all month, uh, This and since the year started. Uh, you've been feeling God calling you to stretch out uh, of what you're used to, uh, stretch out of your comfort zone, uh, and you're scared uh, of what others might say. Uh, you're scared uh, that you might actually like it, uh, but stretch anyways. Brother Bradley, I give you a verse back there, Psalms. I think it's 142. Pull it up. He would keep praying, Church. Well, God, I don't know what to do right now. Sometimes you got to make it personal. I stretch forth my hands unto thee because my soul thirsteth after thee as a thirsty land. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why it feels uncomfortable. But if I can't stretch for anything or towards anything, I will stretch myself unto thee. Church, if there's nothing else we do, as a body of believers, you may not want to stretch in other areas, but we can't miss this. We've got to stretch ourselves unto the Lord. Stretch ourselves unto being what God has called us to be. Lift up your hands and let's pray. I'm done preaching. I feel him. I feel him. Come on, I feel him. Come on, stretch forth your withered hand, sir. Stretch forth your withered hand, ma'am. Stretch forth the areas you're bitter in. Stretch forth the areas you don't understand. Stretch forth the areas you're uncomfortable in. Stretch them anyways. Stretch your gifts. Stretch your talents. Stretch your calling. Stretch your faith. Stretch your prayer. Stretch your worship. Let it expand. Let it grow. Let it become. Let it move forward. I want to open up this altar. Would you come and pray? This is an opportunity to say, Lord, if it's going to make me better, I'm going to stretch. If it's going to heal me, I'm going to stretch. If it's going to bring deliverance, I'm going to stretch. If it'll bring revival, I'm going to stretch. If it'll bring blessings and favor and anointing, I will. Stretch! Because your miracle is dependent on whether or not you're willing to stretch yourself. Would you come and pray? Stretch yourself out to God. Stretch yourself out to God, sir. Stretch yourself out to God, God, ma'am. You stretch or you stay withered. Your choice you stretch or you stay dysfunctional your choice you stretch and you endure change or you can lay back there and stay withered or you can say no lord i want to go to another level i want to go to another level i want to expand i want to grow so i will stretch